heard the call to build your small business? Make it happen with a .NET domain name, the place for dreamers for 30 years and counting. Visit keepdreamingup.net for tips and advice. Whether you're just getting started or looking to grow, that's keepdreamingup.net. Locked On Trailblazers, your daily Portland Trailblazers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to a January 12th, Thursday, still snowy in Portland edition of the Locked On Blazers podcast. I'm your host, Eric Garcia Gunderson, a writer for BlazersEdge.com, former Blazer beat writer for the Vancouver Columbian, sometimes write for other places. Uh, and welcome back to the show. Uh, the Blazers had the nightmare of a travel day on Wednesday, coming back from Los Angeles after beating the Lakers by 20 points. And. They had to, well, they, 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 no one forced them to fly to Seattle, but that was the decision that was made. They flew to Seattle the night, uh, uh, the night after the Lakers game. Then they stayed at a hotel at SeaTac in Seattle and then caught a flight at midday to Portland because PDX had been closed off and on throughout the early morning of that day due to the massive snowfall in Portland. I think some places in Portland saw up to 14 inches of snow and that kind of caused some shutdowns off and on the Cavs, the Cleveland Cavaliers were somehow able to get in, in the early morning, but Portland was not able to. So they had a, a pretty much nightmare of a, of a night traveling, uh, didn't seem like that many guys got uh, that good of a night of sleep, and uh, they could have had every excuse in the book to to mail it in and and and, and lose this game to uh, the defending champions. But the Blazers, there's just something about Cleveland when they come here, and 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 they just they just have a hard time winning. It seems ever since LeBron's been back, the Blazers win 102-86 on Wednesday night in front of a pretty packed house at the Moda Center, frankly. I, I went there. I was uh, helping cover the game for the Associated Press, and I took the bus uh, because, of course, I, I'm not about to drive in this weather, and it's even sometimes on the bus it, it felt a little sketchy. But anyway, the Blazers had a game, even though the state it was in a state of emergency. Tyron Liu was surprised that they even played the game because he thought, probably like a lot of us, they didn't cancel. They postponed the Detroit game, and that was just because of a threat of inclement weather. And then this storm hits, and they played through it. But uh, good thing for the Blazers that they did play it because this is a win that they needed. They have not played well against teams above 500 this year. They haven't played well. Period. They are a below 500 team themselves, and. They've really struggled against the best teams in the league. They haven't really, there hasn't really been a signature win so far this season. And 
maybe last night w- was one of those against a good team. They played solid defense. Stotts was it looked like was very serious about this game in terms of the rotations he ran. It was a really tight eight-man rotation, uh, almost like a playoff game against Cleveland. And uh, they, they get a big win. C.J. McCollum continues to dominate 27 points last night, four blocks for C.J. And then he also had four rebounds. Damian Lillard still working his way back into form, did not shoot the ball well, 5 of 15 from the field, but it did not matter because Alan Crabb is balling, and I probably ragged on Crabb more than anybody on the Blazers in the first six weeks of the season, first two months of the season. I I thought the way he played was just, it was not what Portland paid for, and it wasn't even for a while, it wasn't even really what he even was last season. And then right around the time that Lillard went out with the injury, he started to get more minutes. And And it seems like the the strong play of him, of his, has carried over now that Lillard is back, even though he's not getting around 40 minutes a game like he was when Lillard was sitting. He's still in a great rhythm. He had 30 the other night against the Lakers, uh, had nine, not against the Lakers, he had 30 against the Pistons, excuse me, uh, had nine points against the Lakers and then comes back with 24 on 9 of 11 shooting against the Cavs. The Cavs drafted him, so maybe there's some kind of, uh, some type of, uh, revenge, even though I've I've asked Crab about that before and, and he knew even when the, Cavs selected him in the 2013 draft that he was going to Portland so there was never any uh feeling that he was going to be a Cavalier so maybe we're it's just a nice little uh part of the story but the Blazers continue to play good defense I thought Al Farouk Aminu was actually an incredible force last night he didn't shoot the ball well from three but some of the things that he did do were really nice to see and refreshing and and things that you need to see when you're when your two team when your two best players are guys like Damian Lillard and CJ McCollum who command so much attention from the defense Aminu did a great job cutting back door setting screens rolling being available making plays when he got it finishing around the basket sometimes he again he didn't shoot well from 3 but uh he shot well from the field otherwise and uh had a couple of turnovers but he had 12 rebounds and, and he's been great since he's come back the Blazers defense has been trending in the right direction since Aminu has come back and even more so since the Toronto game when they made a more uh they made a just more deliberate change in their pick and roll scheme where you could clearly see the difference in how they were defending uh, teams in the pick and roll from that Toronto game forward. They, they mix it in at times, but that was really the first time that they went full time. And, and the re- that's, that's kind of where I'm tracking the Blazers defensive statistics from. And since that game, the Blazers have had the third best defensive rating in the league, which is absurd, and it's only been a nine-game sample, so it's not a lot, and it hasn't been enough to get them out of the bottom five even of the league, but they are maybe working their way out of this hole, which is 
something that they definitely have to do if they not only want to hold on to that eighth playoff spot, but have any chance of getting out of that eighth spot and avoiding the Warriors in the first round. They have got to round into shape defensively. And last night, the the Cavs, uh, they just they didn't they didn't play very well they they missed a lot of shots it 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 seems like they were a little they were they were very sloppy last night they had more turnovers than assists and they one of the things that came out from from the Cavs after that game is that they haven't had a lot of practice time they're on a long east west coast road trip and then they're going to play golden state here in a couple of days so uh that was kind of the talk from them but the Blazers obviously get get a big win that they that they definitely needed and one that uh, is impressive and is one that they can actually, I think, hang their hats on and be like, okay, this is really where we're we're starting to make some progress because obviously they they've been trending upward statistically heading into this game, but. They really hadn't put it together against a, a, a good team or a tough team. The Lakers are not a, a good or tough team. So, uh, and, they, and they don't have any playoff pedigree whatsoever. At least Detroit last year made the playoffs, has a little bit of grit, and 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 ha, and is just a, has has better players at this stage in their careers. And uh, really, uh, Portland needed this win because they, they just have not. Uh, really had a signature victory, and and now you look at the schedule. Okay, they got Orlando coming in here on Friday, and Orlando's not a good team either. So if they win that, maybe they that, that that's a three game win streak, and that, that 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 sounds pretty good. In fact, the Blazers' win last night was a consecutive victories for the first time since December fifth. So it had been over a month since the Blazers had consecutive victories. So not only was last night a good win in terms of the opponent and the fact that they were playing the defending champs, they just had it won two games in a row in over a month. Two games. They they hadn't been able to string two games together this year. So um, this is the first time that they, they've done that in over a month. And, I think their longest win streak of the season, right, is three so far. So they have a chance to to maybe get past that uh, and build a little bit. If they can beat Orlando at home, then they get Washington, who they have played better, but they are not uh, what I would call a good team. So you have a winnable game there. So maybe Portland has a chance to get one of their longer winning streaks of the season coming up soon. But... It, it, they have some winnable games. At least they have a very winnable game here at the end of this homestand against Orlando. And uh, it, it's definitely one that, like the the Lakers game, and even though they didn't take advantage of the Pistons game, it, it, it's a, a night on the schedule that they've got to take advantage of. And if you want to take advantage of great nights on the schedule for you, whether it's a sporting event or a concert, SeatGeek is the best play to take advantage of all the best deals out there. As the NBA season hits up, we're approaching the midway point right now, and the easiest, best way to find tickets is through SeatGeek. There's nothing like being at the game up close and in person this season, and 
you want to be there for the biggest plays of the year. If the Blazers turn around, I'm sure you want to be there. And it's never been easier to get the seats that you want for a great value. SeatGeek has the best deals on every ticket in the house, wherever you want to sit, whether that's the court side, the club seats, or the upper level. And it's, it's a super easy experience. It's, it's very friendly to the user. It's the first place that I go to look for my tickets. For any game that I want to go to, I looked at one and bought tickets on it over the holidays. And it's super easy. It makes all the price comparison easy for me. I can see where all the best seats are. I can see where my seat is. And it also gives you the most bang for your buck. They give all the deals a deal score from 1 to 100 with 100 meaning the best and 1 meaning the worst and they take care of all of that for you but the best thing about SeatGeek is that my listeners get a $20 rebate off their first SeatGeek purchase and to get your $20 rebate you have to download the SeatGeek app go to the settings tab and click add a promo code and enter promo code LOBLAZERS and SeatGeek will send you $20 after you've made your first ticket purchase download the SeatGeek app and enter promo code LOBLAZERS today So as I mentioned, the Blazers seem to be uh, trending in the right direction over these past almost three weeks or so. Uh, We're 12 days into January, and I I, I feel like they, they started to play a little bit better at that Christmas game when they played the Raptors, who have been a historically great offense up to this point, and Portland held them under 100 points, which was not something that we had seen them do much all year. They didn't win that game, but it's it feels like that was the first game where they really where where the changes that they made were were, were a lot more visible and just a lot more frequent. Uh, they, they were pressuring ball handlers a little bit more, and they've been doing that a lot more now. They 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 it seems like they've got their rotations down in that system where guys are hedging, they're floating back, they're they're helping their helping on guys guys are getting back to their guys and 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 forcing opposing offenses to to make tough decisions and to be in tough positions and 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 they are now putting more of the onus on the offense whereas before it feels like or it was such that the the execution of of their scheme just allowed teams to uh just dribble into mid-range jumpers with rhythm all the time and 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 get a full head of steam going to the basket all the time so that seems like that change seems like it has made uh, something of a difference and another thing I've been talking about that stretch where where that began with Lillard sitting out the Toronto game and Lillard still himself is not uh, back to being himself, he still hasn't really uh, gotten to that point. Uh, although he was mixing it up in the in the press with D'Angelo Russell and and sending some messages because D'Angelo Russell uh, was trying to poke the bear, as Dame said uh, the other night down in Los Angeles, and uh, the Blazers came back and and won by a lot. And but his his efficiency still has just not been what it has been for most of the season, but. In that time since the Toronto game, a couple of things. I've, I've talked about Alan Crabb, and, and Crabb has been fantastic. 15 points per game over those nine games, almost 34 minutes a game. So as I mentioned, he was getting a lot of minutes, and uh, he, he's not getting at that many minutes anymore, but it feels like maybe getting that extra playing time, getting to play a little bit more, maybe loosen him up 
or, or, or something. But uh, it, whatever he's been doing seems to be working. Also in that time, C.J. McCollum averaging 30 per game over the last nine games. C.J. has been incredible all-star level performer this season, without a doubt. Uh, obviously, the West is stacked when it comes to the backcourt, and it's hard to break in in any year. But uh, given Portland's poor record at this point, and probably by the time the votes are going to be done being cast, McCollum's just probably not going to get in. But he 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 has had an All Star season. Uh, that's for that's for sure. He's been fantastic. Thirty points a game over the last nine for CJ McCollum, and and then Evan Turner, who I uh, I really was not pleased with his defense earlier in the season. Less so than I was the fact that he was shooting poorly, and, and he was shooting extremely poorly at the start of the season. I think he was shooting like 30% or below that for a while for like the first month or so. But he he's back up to now right around where his career average is at around 42, 43%. And, and over this stretch uh, of games since that Toronto game, Turner has, has done pretty much what, what we were, what we were sold on that he would bring. He he's, He's scoring a little bit. He's shooting well from the. He's shooting decently from the field, forty-four percent, much better than he was shooting uh, earlier at the start of the season, and that's close to the player he was last year in Boston, where he had a career year from the field. Also, four rebounds and and four assists in uh, twenty-eight minutes per game, and I, I think his defense, too, like Crabs, has improved greatly over these past three weeks or so I think he's he's really uh I think the team as a whole and maybe maybe the scheme change has something to do with it maybe it's getting guys more engaged and more involved and and maybe makes them feel like they have more of a responsibility now because they no longer have that conservative scheme where they're switching a lot they're having guys drop back and and if a if a guard gets caught behind a screen that that it's not the end of the world not that that was what the the coach was the coaches were preaching but when you have that as a player i'm sure it's a safety blanket to be like okay these guys have my back and now the onus is on them that nobody's going to i mean they're going to have your back but you have got to have everybody else's back by playing hard defensively and and putting the pressure on the offense and i think turner and crab especially have have done a great job with that on the defensive end and now their offensive games are are starting to flourish. So, hey, Blazers have had a super, super disappointing season so far. And two weeks ago, I said that I didn't think this team was a playoff team because up to that point, they hadn't been. But they 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 are... This is the first stretch of, of solid, good defensive play that they've had all season long. And even though the offense overall has not been as healthy as it has been the whole season they've need they needed this stretch they they needed to 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 have a stretch of defense and and they've got to continue this they have got to uh keep on building momentum i'm sure there will be nights where teams will go off on them but uh i i really think that they do have a little bit of momentum now uh i i was i was critical of the the thinking that they could turn it around just like they did last year. And while overall they still haven't been as good of a team, uh, 
I, I do think that there are signs here that things are trending in the right direction. So I didn't think that they were looking like a playoff team a couple of weeks ago. And it, it, I seem, it, it seems that they're more like a playoff team now. And they finally, after uh, fighting with Sacramento for the past couple of weeks, they are in sole possession of eighth place in the Western Conference as of Thursday. So uh, the Blazers making a little bit of progress in the standings as well as making progress statistically uh, with, with the, the metrics and their defensive measurements. So uh, Portland is six games back of the Memphis Grizzlies who are in seventh. And then Utah and Oklahoma City are basically right there with Memphis in five and six. So it's not an impossible task for the Blazers to 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 catch up and and make up some ground on those teams. It's going to be a, a really hard task given the way that they started, and the way that they started isn't any less disappointing, despite the even now that they're playing well. But they are finally starting to play well. So uh, that is as positive a sign of any for this team with over half of the season to go at this point. Uh, I believe they have, they've played 41 games exactly uh, so far this season. So they are finally starting to turn around a little bit. They, they've got to keep this momentum. I think getting a Minu back has been, has been huge and, and that has really helped the Blazers scheme changes mean a little bit more now that they have their best defensive player, probably their best rebounder. And I think he's also uh, shown a little bit offensively. And, and and I think it helps too that they can just minimize those. They don't have to play one of Myers Leonard or Noah Vonley. So it, it seems like the team that they have now, while matchups could dictate things in matchups throughout the future with regards to rotations, it feels like now they, they have their unit that's more like the unit that they finished last year with Evan Turner playing the Gerald Henderson role. And and if Turner can continue to play the way he has, then it, it, it's not as bad as it has been. Will Turner ever be able to climb out of the massive plus-minus crater that he created for himself at the beginning of the season? Probably not. He's probably going to finish the season with one of the worst real plus-minuses in the league. But... With that said, it's not as bad as it once was, and he he is playing better, and the Blazers as a whole are, are, are playing better. So uh, we have had every reason to be skeptical of everything the Blazers uh, of the Blazers' season so far, and 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 their prospects as a, as a playoff team and their prospects in the playoffs. But as I said, we will give credit where credit is due, and. They deserve credit for playing much better defense over these past three weeks. Three weeks is not enough to get them to where they want to go. But they deserve credit for finally playing some respectable defense because they just haven't had a stretch like this at all this season. So uh, while it, it, it's great now and, it, and, and, and they feel good after a good win, the thing is that they still have way more work left to do because of the terrible start to the season that they've had so maybe they can get on a roll maybe they can get on a win streak maybe they can finally be the team that we all thought they would be but it all depends on whether they can keep this defensive intensity up because 
I don't necessarily think that this team is going to have a problem scoring if they can get the defense right. The, 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 the offense with C.J. McCollum, Damian Lillard, Alan Crabb, the way Crabb is playing especially, and and to an extent Plumlee with his passing ability, it's going to take care of itself. They're going to be a fine offensive team no matter what happens. But uh, what they really needed to figure out to save this season has been the defense, and I, w- I don't want to say that they figured it out, but it seems like they're finding more answers these days. So uh, they, they're, they're going to have more problems along the way, and uh, they've got to be able to win games again and, and continue this stretch. But right now, it seems like they're trending in the right direction, and that's the, probably around the first time we've said that uh, this year. But uh, it's been a long enough stretch of games now where I think we can honestly say that they're starting to trend in the right direction. I feel nine games still not the biggest size, but it's, you know, probably 20, you know, it, it, it's, it's not the, it's not the greatest sample size, but it's more of a representative sample than uh, I've wanted to, to jump in on. So uh, it seems like that they're starting to trend upward over these last three weeks. And, and last night uh, was a, a, an example of that, that upward trend so that they get a win against the Cavs last night, a a win that they needed. They play Orlando on Friday at the Moda center. So uh, that's going to be another important must win type of game. The magic are 16 and 24 and then 12th in the Eastern conference. So uh, Portland, that's a winnable game for them. They, they need to win that one, just like those Laker games were winnable games, just like that Pistons one was a winnable game that they that they uh, let slip away at the end uh, with a Contavious Caldwell buzzer beater. And and maybe they get that one, and then they get Washington, where they, they've had a tough time over in recent years playing in Washington, but uh, that's a winnable game too. So uh, an opportunity here for the Blazers uh, to maybe make up some ground on those other teams in the West It and uh, make that bottom half of the West more interesting because really uh, it's going to be on them to, to make that interesting and to create that fight to avoid the Warriors. So uh, they need to keep this defense up and to to give themselves a chance uh, at making that bottom part of the Western Conference playoffs a, a little interesting. So that's going to do it for this episode of Locked On Blazers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Please subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, Audio Boom, Google Play, TuneIn FM, wherever you can get a podcast. Please tell your friends if they are Blazer fans or basketball fans and they want to and they're looking for a new podcast, let them know about Lockdown Blazers. Uh, really hope you've been enjoying the feed so far. Uh, definitely trying to curate a good balance between analysis and fun. So uh, keep sending us your feedback and uh, we're definitely listening to you and we will be in touch. Blazers play on Friday against the Orlando Magic. I'm Eric Garcia Gunderson signing off and we will be with you after that game. Blazers defeat the defending champion Cleveland Cavaliers last night in Portland. the new iPhone? Yeah, got it on T-Mobile. Fastest iPhone deserves America's fastest LTE network. Introducing the amazing iPhone 8. It's the best iPhone yet, now on America's best unlimited network. 
For a limited time, save up to $300 on the amazing iPhone 8 after 24 monthly bill credits. And now join T-Mobile's iPhone upgrade program for free. Eligible trade-in and finance agreement required. If you cancel service, you may lose promo credits. Contact us for details. Video at 480p. Small fraction of users over 50 gigs per month may have reduced speed. See store for details.